Welcome to the Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of therandyreport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community and its allies. In this week's headlines, Mayor Pete Buttigieg had a historic night at the Iowa caucuses. Voters in Switzerland overwhelmingly approved protections for LGBTQ people. A beloved morning talk show host in the UK came out as gay. A star of the Netflix series Cheer is getting ready to climb the top of the human pyramid. All that and more in this episode of The Randy Report. Though it took much longer than anyone ever imagined, with 100% of the precincts reporting, former South Bend Mayor Pete Buttigieg appears to have won the Iowa caucuses by the slimmest of margins. The announcement is historic, making Buttigieg the first openly gay candidate to win the important first-in-the-nation Iowa caucuses. The complete results, which were long delayed after Monday's caucuses, show Buttigieg with 26.2% of delegate equivalents, and Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont with 26.13% of delegate equivalents. Senator Elizabeth Warren came in third place with 18% of delegate equivalents, and former Vice President Joe Biden came in a surprising fourth place with just under 16% of delegate equivalents. That said, Sanders won the popular vote, outpacing Buttigieg by some 2,600 caucus-goers, according to the Des Moines Register. But, traditionally, the winner of the Iowa caucuses is determined by the candidate who walks away with the highest number of delegates. And in this case, that appears to be Pete Buttigieg. Buttigieg's achievement is unprecedented for openly queer politicians, though it does not show in any way that homophobia is over— You may have seen the report of one caucus-goer who voted for Pete Buttigieg and then asked to rescind her vote upon finding out, very late, that Mayor Pete is married to a man. But it does show there certainly has been progress. Earlier this week, as partial results came in showing him in the lead, Buttigieg spoke to the significance of the moment. He said, It validates a kid somewhere in a community wondering if he belongs, or she belongs, or they belong in their own family that if you believe in yourself and your country, there's a lot backing up that belief. The biggest downside of the Iowa debacle is that it cheated Pete Buttigieg and the rest of LGBTQ America out of our moment. It was our moment. The moment that an openly gay candidate won a presidential nominating contest. That's never happened before. And the significance of it was sadly overshadowed by coverage of failed apps and delayed vote counts. Of course, the major news networks did mention it, but imagine the difference if, on caucus night, Pete Buttigieg had been declared the winner in primetime. It would have been a huge story, and more importantly, the fundraising bump estimated in the tens of millions he could have expected from such a win, which would have boosted him even further. But instead, the Democratic Party of Iowa trusted an untested app that failed. And so all the countless hours of door knocking and millions spent on campaigning 
were undermined. In any case, huge congratulations are in order for Buttigieg and his team. Right now, I think of young queer kids out across America who will never live in a world where an openly gay presidential candidate is an unknown quantity. There really is no overstating the significance of this moment for LGBTQ America. Regardless of what happens next, as we look to the New Hampshire primary where Buttigieg is closing in on front-runner Bernie Sanders, no one can take this victory and its significance away from him. Or us. Thank you, Mayor Pete. The BBC reports voters in Switzerland have backed a proposal to make discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation and sexual identity illegal. The result, 63.1% in favor to 36.9% against, is a huge boost for Switzerland's LGBTQ community. The reform was approved by Parliament in 2018, but a small, ultra-conservative religious group, the Federal Democratic Union, which sounds better than it is, folks, supported by the right-wing Swiss People's Party, collected enough signatures to force a nationwide referendum. The proposal argued Swiss law on the issue of LGBTQ protections lagged far behind other countries in Europe. Opponents of the new law argued it could restrict free speech. In the run-up to the vote, campaigners said that they thought the result would be tight and that a yes vote of more than 60% was unlikely. Surprise! Sunday's outcome shows public opinion is far more receptive to strengthening anti-discrimination legislation than analysts had predicted. A spokesman for Pink Cross Switzerland said in a statement, quote, The result proves a strong sign of acceptance for lesbians, gays, and bisexuals. After the clear yes, the LGBTI community will use this momentum to achieve the consistent implementation of the penal code and to enforce marriage equality. It might surprise some to learn that the country, often perceived as liberal, does not extend the freedom to marry to same-sex couples, although registered partnerships offer some of the same rights as marriage. A bill to legalize same-sex marriage is currently working its way through Parliament. But there are no protections for LGBTQ people in the workplace or in terms of public accommodation. Nor are there hate crime provisions in cases of violent crime born out of anti-LGBTQ bias. Among those who opposed the proposal was Benjamin Fisher of the right-wing Swiss People's Party. He told Swiss television, quote, We don't even know if jokes about gays will be allowed. Some say yes, some say no, they will be punishable. We live in a country with freedom of expression. People should be allowed to think and say what they like, even if it's a bit stupid or tasteless. End quote. Supporters of the law argue that no one should be prosecuted for private comments or for religious beliefs. But they say the law should protect the LGBTQ community from public discrimination and aggression. Anna Rosenwasser of the Swiss Lesbian Organization told the BBC that on the rainbow map of 49 countries' respect for LGBT rights, Switzerland ranks just 23rd. She said, quote, Many Swiss people tend to overrate how modern our country is. It might be rich, but it's really not modern yet. We have no laws concerning public discrimination based on sexual orientation. To support her argument that the lack of legal protection causes harm to the gay community, Rosenwasser cited suicide rates, saying, Among queer people in Switzerland, 
it is five times higher compared to heterosexual people. That's quite something. It shows how we are not feeling safe yet. While the Equality Act, which would add LGBTQ non-discrimination protections to existing federal laws, languishes in limbo due to the Republican-controlled Senate, lawmakers in Virginia decided to move forward with pro-LGBTQ legislation of their own. On Thursday this week, the Virginia House of Delegates approved House Bill 1663, also known as the Virginia Values Act, by a vote of 59 to 35. HB 1663 will add sexual orientation and gender identity to the state's existing non-discrimination laws. Prior to the vote, openly gay state delegate Mark Sickles, who introduced the Virginia Values Act in the House, told his colleagues the bill does not interfere with anybody's religious freedom. What it does is punish discrimination. Earlier in the day, the state Senate approved its version of the legislation by a vote of 30 to nine. The Virginia Values Act will require employers with six or more employees to comply with the new law. Additionally, all school board employees and all state government employees will be protected under the new law. Similar legislation had been passed by the state Senate in recent years, but was repeatedly blocked by anti-equality lawmakers in the House of Delegates. Upon regaining control of the General Assembly last November, Democrats announced the legislation would be a top priority. The Washington Blade reports Governor Ralph Northam has indicated he will sign the legislation into law once the Senate and House reconciled their versions of the bill. With his signature, Virginia will become the first state in the South to include sexual orientation and gender identity in statewide non-discrimination laws. The Williams Institute at the UCLA School of Law reports the new legislation could provide equal treatment for over 300,000 LGBTQ Virginians. A beloved UK television host has come out as gay. Philip Schofield, a co-host of ITV's This Morning, who has been married for almost 27 years, on Friday posted a lengthy message on the program's Twitter account, in which he said, with the strength and support of my wife and my daughters, I've been coming to terms with the fact I am gay. He went on to say that his sexuality had been the topic of, quote, many heartbreaking conversations at home, but that his wife, Steph, and his daughters, Molly and Ruby, have been supportive, quote, despite their own confusion, end quote, as he grappled with an inner conflict that contrasts with an outside world that has changed so much for the better. The 57-year-old Schofield wrote in his note, Every day on this morning, I sit in awe of those we meet who have been brave and open in confronting their truth. So now it's my turn to share mine. This will probably all come as something of a surprise, and I understand. But only by facing this, by being honest, can I hope to find peace in my mind and a way forward. He ended his post with a request for people to be kind, especially to his family. Jeff Ingold, head of media for Stonewall UK, said it was a hugely powerful and courageous move for Schofield. He said, quote, In the first instance, having high-profile, visible, out LGBT people can make a massive difference in not just the lives of LGBT people to be able to watch something and see themselves reflected and someone who they can identify with, but 
also for the general public to see and hear the stories of LGBT people can go a long way in changing the way that people see and think and feel about LGBT people as a community. Congratulations to Philip Schofield on living your life out loud. If you've binge-watched the new Netflix docuseries Cheer, I have, you're bound to be obsessed with Jerry Harris. You were literally given no choice but to become a fan. And now, according to The Hollywood Reporter, the flamboyant force of nature is now climbing his way up the human pyramid to become a serious influencer. Harris is signed with influencer management company Digital Brand Architects and its parent agency, UTA, huge powerhouses. DBA and UTA will represent Harris with new opportunities involving endorsements, literary deals, touring, television, and product licensing. But rest assured, he plans to become a lifestyle brand while continuing to study and cheer at Navarro College. Since Cheer's January 8th premiere, Harris and his teammates made several high-profile appearances on television shows like Watch What Happens Live, The Ellen DeGeneres Show, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, and Today. Harris is scheduled to be Ellen's correspondent tonight on the Oscars red carpet. In advance of his upcoming EP, The Feeling, rising pop recording artist Vincent dropped his new single, Save Myself, this week. Vincent says the new single is, quote, about letting the people in your life who are always there for you and constantly giving you unwanted advice or tips on how to live your life better, know that you just need them to shut up and let you figure it out on your own. He goes on to say, you know what's right for you. You just got to block out the voices to hear yourself. While you love them and appreciate all they do, this is a shut up, stand there, and watch me save myself anthem. In January, Vincent told Paper Magazine the new EP represents my take on love. He said, quote, The joy, pain, happiness, and disappointments, the incredible highs and unforeseeable lows, and the self-discovery. These emotions threaded together sum up the way I describe it all. For me, it's just the feeling. Paper Magazine called his music video for the single Someday impressive and addictive, and went on to write, Vincent just might be our generation's greatest vocalists. Billboard magazine wrote, No longer a star is born, Vincent is a legend in the making. The new single, Save Myself, is available now on all digital download sites, and the EP, The Feeling, drops on Valentine's Day. And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoy catching up on LGBTQ news in a quick podcast, I'd appreciate it if you would share it with your friends. I like to think of the Randy Report as the 60 minutes of gay news, only shorter. And remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com, where I cover the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community and its allies. I'm going to close out this episode with Vincent's new single, Save Myself. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next time. So here we are, you're staring at me teary-eyed I think it's time you said it I swear you won't regret it Damn, I'm glad you said it
I don't ever wanna take 